Good day, everyone, and welcome to the very first Grace Whispers, and now you can hear me tween podcast by Adeola Babatsunde and Ola Dayo Bode Balogo. Yay, Ola Dayo, it's such a pleasure to have you here. It's such a pleasure to be doing this with you. I'm super, super excited. Right. You know, you know we, we've, we've always been known as twins in the past from university. You know that, right? Correct. And so it is such, it, it is so apt right now that we're doing a twin podcast. Like I, I can imagine that God saw this coming and I was like, they're going to do this on, they're going to do this in, in 2021. <laughs> exactly. So well done. Well done. And it is such a pleasure. And to all our listeners, I want you to listen attentively, open up and just relax as we discuss today on the journey of becoming, we're taking you behind the scenes on your journey to becoming that woman, or if your man is listening at this moment, that man that God has designed you to be. So Dio, are we ready to show them, to pull the curtains and really show them what's going on? Yes. We <laughs> are you ready? Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's hit it off. Now I'd like to start with I'd like to start with a short question to you. I'd like to start with a short question to you. And here's my question to you, Dio. What is one significant event in your life that you would say shaped you? Right? It happened at the back end that people don't necessarily see, but it's part of your journey. And has made you the woman that you are today. So can you share that, that just one significant experience? Okay, thank you, Adriola, for this question. Um, before I um, dive right in, I would just like to say that um, it's important that you focus on your journey. It's important that you embrace your own journey. Because at the end of the day, everyone has a journey. Everyone has a story. Everyone has a backstory. Things are happening behind the scenes that you do not know. And um, the essence of this podcast is to let you know that there's these things are common across, you know, a lot of us. You're not the only one going through what you're going through because um, you're trying to achieve your journey or you're trying to make progress in your life. And just about my own personal journey, one thing that um, comes quite um, clear at this point is when I had some you know, career staggering. So to explain that, my, I, um, I've always done well with my academics, you know, uh-huh. I did well from the university. I had good grades and- What, what do you mean by good grades? Did you come up with the first class? It wasn't a first class, but I think I was top six in my class. I, I had a two one. Okay. And you know, there yeah. was- one first class in my set and that was even up to a very I wanted you to harass I wanted you to harass our listeners and just drop a bombshell like I had a first class like you see what I'm saying <laughs> so, so, I mean, they, they used to say that you know the two one from my kind of university our kind of university of Bafemi Awolowa University is somewhat equivalent to the first class in many other schools and I would I couldn't yeah. right so yeah. I, I had always done well with my you know um intellectual journey mm-hmm. you know it took a while to get a job but let me not let that not be the story I would share today I then got a job and I was doing well 
So I got a job with a bank. I was heading a unit. Every year I was changing roles, you know, mm. became, um, a relationship manager. And in that role, it was like a really cream role. I got a oh, wow. Choose the locations I was working from. I had amazing and things were going on pretty well until mm-hmm. the restructuring that they had been planning long before I joined this team came up. And mm-hmm. uh, restructuring, you know, costs me to sort of lose my job. It was myself and a, a, wow. and a couple other team members, but at the time, yeah. we lost our jobs because. Um, we were, there was just no role. The role that we had no longer existed and um, the wow. was created somehow did not fit you know, us anymore. So mm-hmm. while our organization didn't you know, throw us out, they told mm-hmm. us to look for roles that we felt were suitable for us. I mean, at the time of losing our roles, we also lost all of the benefits that came with the role, which was the car, you know, mm-hmm. even our laptops were taken away from us temporarily. At wow. You know, so everything official was just sort of taking off us while we were trying to get into new roles. And um, okay. eventually, a month after, for me, I luckily enough, I got settled into mm-hmm. in another division, which was the bank. Mm-hmm. I had been working mm-hmm. in the wealth division before then. And then in mm-hmm. the bank, um, I started to settle into this role. I didn't, I didn't really mind all of um, the things I had been through. I took it in good faith, you know, and the, the, the part in the bank where I um, moved to was very, was a very um, enviable um, division as it were. So I was comfortable and settling in. However, mm-hmm. when I started to settle in, um, say six months into the role, I yeah. then had to be um, disrupted again whereby I felt oh. I was fairly treated, right? And I was yeah. with another person, you know, it was within the same department where you had a totally new sector. And I felt uh-huh. like start over again for the second time in a very short period. And yeah. things coming up, you know, in my personal life. So that's, that was, it was a lot of clashing for me. And yeah. I sort of just really lost my way. At that point, mm-hmm. I wasn't as strong. You know, as yeah. I was even when the first disruption happened, you know, mm-hmm. I, it looks like I wasn't doing well anymore. I didn't feel mm. like I was adding value to the organization. I lost my voice, my essence. You know, I was wow. not of being around work. It was just a very um, quiet um, moment of my life. It wasn't like a lot of people could really help me in that season. But you mm-hmm. know, I, I wanted to even change jobs. But as I mm-hmm. went on you know, and just stayed through holding on to God, you know, and from um, over time, I realized that, oh, as I started to, you know, focus more on personal development, focus more on, you know, building myself personally, I started to get into the place where um, my mind shifted about the whole thing I was going through. My circumstance didn't really change, you know, mm-hmm. uh, um, People who put me through the things I went through didn't necessarily change. You know, my role did not change, but my mind shifted. And when my Mm -hmm. mind shifted, I found found that I was able to accommodate the role better. I was able to Mm -hmm. adapt to it. I was able to grow Mm -hmm. into it. You know, such Mm -hmm. that I've been recommended for uh, um, a more senior role. I got my eventually. And, you know, I was leaving that organization. I mean, I was... 
almost asked, I was not even almost, I was asked to stay back for a few months, you know, so that wow. I could train incoming people. I mean, it got that good. So it's just yeah. to say that at the end of the day, but during the journey, it was not funny. I felt alone. I felt isolated. You know, it took a while, but mm. holding on to God, holding on mm. to um, accepting the process, knowing that mm-hmm. the journey, knowing that um, it wasn't God trying to punish me, but mm-hmm. it, was, it was a journey in my own life that was going to then lead me to, you know, uh, uh, mm a bigger me a better me right that's how you exactly so that that helped a lot okay so Daya, i'm gonna um, ask you this other question you know we're discussing behind the scenes and how people generally just have to go through a lot that they don't necessarily talk about or that people don't really know people just see the outcome and see the glory and go like wow and here you've talked about your experience in the bank where you were almost like demoted in some way all right now I want to ask you, how did you feel during that period? Obviously, I know you felt bad, but how did you deal during that period? What practical things did you do or should you be doing when you are in the back end and it seems as though nothing is working or you're taking four steps forward and two steps backwards? Like, what should a Christian be doing in this quote-unquote dark behind the scene moments okay so i will just share from my personal experience and what i did that works um i felt bad particularly on the second disruption that took me really Mm. down and Mm. i will be sincere to say that i didn't quite embrace it quickly Mm -hmm. because it's important to quickly embrace your journey so quickly Mm -hmm that you know what god is with me is not against me and so mm. whatever this is is going to work out for my good when you are mm. your journey what you're doing is that you're then paying attention to what your needs are because the period of learning the period of um, the disruption is the period whereby the period of disruption is the period whereby you are um in, in that process, you find that there were things that um, you thought you had worked on, or maybe things that didn't come to mind. But what, what happens is that at that point, you start to see the things you need to grow into. You start to see your shortcomings. You start to see the things that you know God's working out in you because they come up open. And let me give an example of that. In that period <laughs> that I had that um, down moment and that disruption, it started yes. to reveal some identity issues that I had. Mm. So mm. Perhaps I thought I had worked on it to some extent, but it, mm-hmm. that process sort of um, showed me that I still had some identity and some self-esteem issues to deal with because mm-hmm. I, I felt like I didn't know myself. I, you know, mm-hmm. if I have told you all of the achievements I had in my early career days. Yes, I, yes. I, I still I couldn't relate to myself as that kind of person. I started to feel like a failure. I started to mm. feel like I didn't know how to do anything right. You know, I couldn't mm. even speak up in meetings. I couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't add my voice or lend my voice. I was sort of like a shadow of myself. So that really mm. the fact that I still had identity. I had you know self-esteem issues from my childhood that I needed to still deal with. 
right? And that became my focus when I started to embrace the journey. And what did I do? I embraced personal development. I started to, you know, get mentors. I started to reach out to, um, to trainings, to things that could help me develop my mind to the more. And I started mm-hmm. to also look around for, for people within the organization, whether within mm-hmm. my um, larger department or outside of it, you know, who were available to sort of collaborate with me, to help me, to provide support in the workplace, because it's very important. I mean, your direct boss might not be able to provide the support you need. Your um, team members might not be able to directly provide the support you need, depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. But you still mm-hmm. You need people who can speak for you. You need people in the room who are on your side. I mean, those were things. And so I formed new alliances with seniors. I formed new alliances with colleagues who were not necessarily my team members. And that helped me in that journey. And like I said, I paid attention to personal development. This is something I'd always paid attention to. But, you know, if you do not know the area of your deepest need, you would Mm -hmm. be able to apply personal development appropriately. And so I Mm -hmm. started to see that, oh, my identity was still somewhat of an issue. My esteem was still somewhat of an issue, right? And I gave it the required attention that it was that needed. And like I said, my mind shifted, not because the circumstance changed, but because I changed. Thank you. That was that's very powerful. And so I'm gonna agree. We're gonna do do just a, a slight deep dive into that phrase. My mind changed. My mind changed is such a powerful statement. Like mindset change is a is the real miracle in life Correct. right how did you achieve this miracle because if i can think differently i can change the course of my life so what happened did you see an angel did you drink a particular kind of bottle of water like tell us tell us please pray tell <laughs> okay so um what i can how i can summarize that shift that happened in my mind is that up until the time where I had the mind shift, I felt like I was, it felt like I was being oppressed, you know, it felt like I didn't have control over my life, you know, it felt like my employers, my boss, my team member could determine my mood, how I felt at work, if I felt like coming, if I was happy, if I wasn't happy, even if, even if I, I felt like it was up to them to determine if I was performing or not, right? I was doing my job well, let's not forget. I'm not a careless, I'm very diligent, right? I was giving my best to my work, but I still felt not enough. I wanted validation. It was only when they told me well done, I felt I had done well, right? It was only when they said, oh, this was well done or this was good. That's only when I felt it was good, right? But by the time I started to develop my mind and that was just putting myself it it was just you know taking myself out of the context of work putting myself in a new environment with new knowledge with new people right new learnings and then just affirming what I already am rediscovering who I already am right and just you know just unfolding at that point, I remembered myself. It was like, you know, you just wake up out of a trance and you're like, this is me. I am the value. You know, I am a value to any human being, any organization, any team that I belong to. Mm-hmm. I don't stop at this. I go all the way. You know, so at mm-hmm. the 
it. I saw that I was so much value. So I started to come mm-hmm. to work differently. I started to come mm-hmm. as if I was the value. I started to show up differently, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't waiting. In fact, one of the one of the things that happened practically was that I was not waiting for approval from anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I have That's so powerful. When you say, Oh, well done, my man, mm-hmm. I have myself many times more <laughs> i like that <laughs> i decided right i decided what i did well I, and that's not being lying to myself right i ensure that i put in the work i ensure that i do my work diligently but i did not wait on others to give me the praise and the affirmation you know of what i did well mm. Fantastic. Awesome. So now let's talk a bit. Let's let's delve a little bit as we round up <clears throat> about the spiritual side of things. Mm. Right, the spiritual side of things. Yeah. So what should I be doing while I'm going through my my dark waiting seasons? Those seasons where it's just me. Nobody can see me yet. Nobody knows. It's almost like I'm in the ground. I, I just, I mean, I, nobody knows, nobody knows my name, nobody, like I'm just going through a really dark, terrible time. What should I be doing? What did you do as a child of God? Like, you know, give us some spiritual tips now. Okay, so let me be sincere to say that, um, of course, I first of all, I started off feeling like, oh, God is working out something, especially with after the first disruption, because I didn't take that too um, badly. I was strong in faith. But by the second one, you know, I started to feel like, you know what, perhaps I've done something wrong. Perhaps I have offended God. Perhaps, you know, I'm not deserving of the things I think I'm deserving of. Perhaps most of the things that I have believed about the word and about God are not true. So I got to that point. What, what should I be doing? You should move from that feeling of um, not Perhaps um, God is trying to punish me, right? To the truth, you know, to asking God, what season of life am I in? And this goes across whatever you're going through, right? So instead of asking the why me question, instead of asking, why is this always happening to me? You should be asking God, what season of life am I in? Fantastic. Are you trying to teach me? Fantastic. Are you trying to make out of me? Who are mm. my teachers in this scene? Mm. Who should I be listening mm. to? What should I be paying attention to? And mm-hmm. I find that as I started to give attention to those things, right? Mm-hmm. He started to take care of the work issues himself. He started to sort things out himself to the point that, I mean, I didn't go, I didn't have to go to my boss to say, um, oh, there's a, 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 a higher role. Would you consider me for it? No, my boss started to talk to her boss. Immediately a role came up like, oh, yeah, is now deserving of this more senior role. When it was time Fantastic. for promotion, even though I had missed my yeah. promotion because of the whole thing, I didn't go to say yes. you're going to promote me. My promotion 
came on its own, right? And so as you focus on building, and what I found in that period was that I built, you know, my identity the more. I started to see, I, I built relationship, you know, because mm -hmm. it was difficult relating with some people, knowing how they treated me. But I grew above that. I grew in maturity in my relationship with people. Mm -hmm. And I was able to relate with people who had treated me badly, right? Mm -hmm. I was still able to relate with them and build something mature such that they respected me, you know, mm -hmm. um, gracious to them. I would mm -hmm. otherwise maybe have, you know, just packed them or, you know, so I ensured that I got grudge out of the way. That wasn't easy. I, because mm -hmm. I, I, I had to mm -hmm. work with people in the team, outside the team, you know, mm -hmm. everybody was affected. I continued to be of good behavior and that's because I was mm -hmm. by grace. You know, that's because mm -hmm. I was receiving love from God. That's because I started to, mm -hmm. that, okay, God is not punishing me, but he's working mm -hmm. out for my good. He's working in me, right? He's working mm -hmm me so that helped a lot thank you so much thank you so much and very quickly I, I want to drop this in addition to what you said about you know God helping you and it is about watching personally what I used what I do in those moments is to pray for my heart and say God please don't let Offense. So it's in addition to what what you said, because that is what actually helps you not to keep grudges. Yeah. You know, it helps you to say, "I'm human. It's normal for me to feel all of these feelings of, you know, angst and, you know, dissatisfaction, and uh, it's normal because I, I feel like these people have hurt me. But if I stay in this place, if I stay in this place, then I am opening up myself to the enemy, right? And I'm not allowing God do what he wants to do. He's not, he's not able to do his healing work. He's not able to do his, his excavation work and all the great things that he wants to do. But when I say, Father, use my heart, take my heart, make me tender, like just help me deal with, you know I can't, help me deal with this. It just puts you in a place where God can use you, mold you, make you. And you almost start to enjoy, it's not like you now start to, you, almost, you have this, you have this attitude and people are like, what's even making her happy? Are we not all in this together? Like what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, li I like, I, I, I almost want to say, I like that feeling, but really it just, it comes from a place, like you said, even though the things we are going through have not changed, you still were not promoted. You were still in that same dark place, but your attitudes had changed to the extent that your boss noticed this. That is super, super, super powerful. Thank you so much for sharing. And on a final note, as we round up, because we're about three minutes to hit our 30 minutes mark. On a final note, Dio, what would you tell someone right now? So there's a lady listening to us right now. She's listening to us right now. She's saying nothing is working. Like this dark season has been forever. Like, do you know how it feels when you feel like you are in a lifetime dark season? Like, you, you know how we say in Nigeria, like, I can't wait to blow. I just want to blow. Like when you blow is when you have like $30 million in your account. So you like have like 58 gazillion billion. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how, what, what do you tell someone who feels like I've been in a lifetime of behind the scenes? You know, so it, it's, not, it's not saying I've not had miracles here and there. God has not done anything good for me. No, I'm not saying that. But the person just feels like 
I have not come into my own. I have not really hit that point where I can say I have, you know, I have made it in life, right? And so the person feels like I'm in the back end, like I'm just, I've been here for too long. What, what, what do you say to that kind of person? How do you, how do you, how do, how do they deal? So what you have described is typically a feeling of being stuck. Yeah. Because that feeling, what it makes you feel is that you don't know how to move forward. You don't know how to move sideways. You know, you just feel like you're going around in circles. So what I was saying to you is that you need something, you need new information. You need help from outside of you, right? And of course, you can get that by, um, by reaching out to God, but mm -hmm. also make sure that you seek out mentors. Mm. Mentors do not have to be any big or popular. When you see people that have results that you desire, find a way to get across to their materials, their books, and eventually mm -hmm. reach them personally, great. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. then also look around for your relationships because the people around mm -hmm. you matter. If you're, if you're mm -hmm. stuck, are all your friends also stuck? Do you need to mm -hmm. find friends? Do you need to find mm -hmm. people who can, you know, um, who can help you, who can stir you, who can inspire you. Another mm -hmm. thing that I would say, which is on the final note for me, is that get a coach, right? Mm -hmm. Become part of a training or something in the direction. Just start somewhere. Start with all of these things. What they're going to do to you is that they're going to introduce new lens. Because mm -hmm. life is mm -hmm. about the lens with which we see the world. You know, two people are going through the same thing. One person is seeing it one way. Another person is seeing it another way, right? Mm -hmm. So you're seeing things the way you're seeing it. It's not really about mm -hmm. the issue or the situation. It's about that you have. Absolutely. Dao, you have spoken excellently well. Excellently well. My life changed when I started getting coached. I can plot the trajectory of my life from when I started getting coached. And, I, I, you know, one day I was like, ah, why am I just, why didn't I know this when I was 17? And I've been a, I've been a world, like I've been, maybe I've been Michelle Obama or something. And I was just like, why, 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 why did I spend so much time? But like, you know, we both know when we do wake up, whenever anyone wakes up, it's their morning. Correct. You know? Correct. Yeah. And, we shouldn't beat ourselves up because when we're sleeping, we're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what do you now do? Now that you are awake, Correct. you know, and that you are awake, right? So Diane, just in case you're wondering which um what what coaching and how can I get? I will simply recommend immersed inner circle for absolutely. you. Absolutely. Just find immersed inner circle on Instagram social media and connect with any of the programs very affordable right absolutely the students of immersed inner circle and um, it's been a huge transformation path for me thank you and ironically that was also my very first coaching experience okay that was my second actually but i i, I regard it as my first because that was when i saw the lights <laughs> 
So you have spoken well in Immerse Inner Circle on social media. Thank you so much, Dio. I know we still have so much to talk about and we're going to take that to the next episode so we don't drag this on forever. Thank you so much. Thank you. And to our listeners, see you in the next podcast. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.